And we're joined in the kitchen this afternoon by Amy Francis. She joins us on the line from Sydney. Amy, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Not too bad. What, the time's like, what, four o'clock already? Thanks to Dale yeah, Savings where you are at the moment. Yeah. It's only, it's only ten past one here as we're recording this this afternoon, so... Yeah, it's hard Crazy, believe, I keep forgetting about the time difference. I know, I know, I know. Australia. It's insane. I know, I've been worried to make sure that we haven't called like an hour later or an, or an hour earlier because it does happen sometimes. But no, yeah, it's, I can imagine. it's good to see I'd that. I'm hopeless with it. No, it's, it's good to see that we've got things off to a good start in terms of um, time differential. Um, <laughs> now, you come from the inner west in, in Sydney. Um, is there a thriving music scene uh, there? I do hear a lot about it. How, is it thriving particularly at the moment? Um, I'm going to make that a negative, unfortunately. Um, I find that um, I think there's a lot of things that have been said about the industry or the music industry in Sydney um, as far as um, it's thriving and not thriving. I think it really depends on the kind of music you play. Um, And I'm not from Sydney originally, so I guess um, coming into the industry or into the Sydney side of things as an outsider, it's kind of hard to get your way into the niche and whatnot. But there is sure. definitely venues and people do seem to appreciate good music. You've just really got to find it. It's, just, um, just a dig I'm deep from Melbourne originally, it. like I was saying, and it's a lot easier to find live music there, whereas in Sydney you've kind of got to look up to see who's playing on the night and stuff. Yeah, or, or just check out the uh, the gig guides and, and, yeah. and all that. Because you do hear stuff about like venues closed down, particularly in Melbourne and, and Sydney, which you do hear uh, a fair bit about, which is uh, which is a, a great shame. But massive um, shame, yeah. It no, is crazy. No, no, it is. Um, speaking of of venues, we do speak of the uh, the lower venues, and we go from that to actually the bigger venues. Uh, you've uh, you have toured here. Uh, with uh, Pat Benatar and Steel Panther, which is quite mm-hmm. a which is quite a big difference. You go from a a rock legend, really, in in Pat Benatar, and yeah. then you and then you go to Steel Panther, which is a completely different sort of band yeah. to go to. Yeah, um, both completely different experiences, both amazing experiences. But yeah, you're right. Um, kind of both on on either side of the scale as far as. Um, artist guy, I guess. How 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 I still still pants. Obviously, without delving too much, obviously because we're a family friendly show. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, how how is it experiencing with still pants? Um, it's it's definitely um, uh, as a family friendly show. It's definitely interesting. <laughs> and it's very different. Uh, <laughs> it's um it's mental. Was it, was, it, was, it a bit, was it a bit of a, a shock to the system, so to speak? Of Oh, hang on a second. Yeah, so before I played with them, because I, I lived in LA for um, just over a year, a couple of years ago, mm. So and, and they were based, they had a weekly show at the Key Club at that time, um, mm. so I'd go, go and see them. So the first time I saw them, it was definitely a shock to the system, and then um, you go there every week just because you don't know what's going to happen, you don't know who's going to be there. So it's always, yeah. um, it's always really interesting, and I think that's something that they've, kept as far as their touring schedule goes there's mm. always something different happening every night yeah yeah mm. that, that, that have been a band which have always been very different I guess and, you, and we go for that to I mean Pat Bennett so who I mean is a legend really in her own absolutely. right absolutely how is she how is she to deal with in, in person I presume she'd be very so friendly so you know I, I, um, I supported both of them when I was in the States and, and yep. I think it really depends on the artists and, and the promoters and stuff but I actually didn't get to meet either of them oh, okay um, either of the artists or bands and artists um, it was literally um, this is how your part of the shows are going to work mm. and this is where you'll be and, rah, 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 rah. and 
I think because everything's so scheduled and mapped out and, you know, they've all got press um, schedules and stuff to go for as well. Mm. So We have, we have, um, yeah, we have spoken to a few people that, um, that have said that they've, that, like support acts or big acts that have said that they've never seen or they didn't come across the main acts that were there, they were always cordoned off. Mm, oh, it's the same with Pink. I supported Pink um, mm. a couple of weeks ago, and I, I guess with her being at the status she's at at the moment, you know, she's pretty much the biggest thing in the world at yeah. the moment. Her press schedule was absolutely insane. So I, I got to hang out with her band, and they're all absolutely amazing. Um, and, you know, she's got a daughter and all that as well, so I didn't actually get to meet Pink. But, um, yeah, no, definitely Pat Benatar was awesome, and Steel Panther was as well, and all. And Pink, Pink is, was amazing as and well. Pink was yeah. amazing <laughs> as well. Um, I mean, we, we were talking about, about the venues, uh, the local venues just a moment ago. I mean, you go from that to Orphans Arena in Sydney, which is, from what I see, mm. a capacity of 21,000. So yeah. you go from like a few hundred people to something like 21,000. Does that take much time getting used to playing in front of that many people? I would. I, th- I think um, like the stage to me is where I feel most comfortable. Yeah. Um, the stage is definitely home for me, so... Um, I guess the more people, the merrier. Um, yeah. But it, it's literally, I feel more comfortable on stage than I do anywhere else. Mm. Um, be be yeah. honest though, did did you ever get nervous? Like the first time you performed in front of that crowd, did you ever think, oh my goodness, this the, is a lot of people? I've, yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I, I guess it was, a, it was a good nerves though. It mm. wasn't the, oh my God, I'm going to spew up everywhere kind of nerves. It was we don't, the, we don't oh want that. Oh my God, get me on there already. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't want that type of nerves when you're about no, to No, 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 so no. Good nerves, definitely. Nice. Uh, you have... Of course, as you mentioned, you lived in LA for a year. Um, I mean, touring in, in the states is it any different? Are there any different backstage experiences to what you might get here in Australia, or is it? Are there some really uh, interesting experiences that can be shared? Yeah, family friendly, right? No, yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> family friendly show. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. Um, I guess there's, there's similarities in some ways, but to be honest, I think the American venues appreciate the artists a lot more, I shouldn't be saying this maybe, but compared to the Australian venues. That's right. In what way? In what way do they appreciate them more? um, Always really, really, really really well looked after as far as the rider and, Mm. you know, meals and having a backstage room and all that kind of stuff. I guess I've been spoiled a bit from living in LA and playing most of a lot of shows in LA where, you know, you've got a proper band room and you've got all that kind of stuff. So it doesn't bother me coming back here and having, you know, the size of a, a toilet cubicle to get changed in and all that kind of stuff. So it, I guess um, that being said, you've got to think about the population of America and LA and the amount of well, the more people that go to see shows in LA. So I guess, it's in, you know, on the ratio of things, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, the I mean the I mean you're always going to get different experiences, I guess, going from country to to country, I guess. And, and also, like you said, I'm playing such um, varied stages and and such varied venues at the moment. If I'm doing a support, you know, a support slot or whatever, so mm. um, I guess I've got to keep my eyes open and just yeah. appreciate what I got, and, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I mean, all, always look on on the on the bright side. I mean, mm. you could be doing a, a lot worse than what you have right now. Oh, absolutely, I'm. Super appreciative of it. Yeah, no, nice. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of very good things, uh, you have uh, you have said I think on your Facebook page it was, it was uh, that you've been nominated for a award at the Music Oz Awards for uh, Losers Game. Yeah. Uh, for those out there who might not know what it is, it is an independent music awards uh, show or so many so so yeah. to speak. Uh, how was your reaction when you? 
found that you got nominated for a major award like that? I was so stoked because I, I got an email probably a couple of days before that saying, here are the finalists and stuff. Mm. And my name wasn't there. And I was like, oh, I was, I was bummed. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, next year. But then I must have forgotten to click the... Um, like the extra bit of the email bit (laughs) and um, my name was there because I got an email a couple of days after saying congratulations you're a finalist Uh, here's when the um, award ceremony will be blah 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 and I was like hang on a second so I went back to the email and I totally missed you know half of the entrance I was like oh that's me (laughs) cool (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I mean there is always that that like jump like that jump after the uh, there's like a break in, in email and that and that has gotten me a few times too so yeah it gets you in trouble <laughs> it does it, it can land in some pretty awkward situations uh, finally totally. finally uh, I've uh, also come across this very interesting tidbit as well in regards to yourself uh, you were approached to, ro- to write a song for the London Olympics last year for the Australian equestrian equestrian team I think I got that right yeah. um, that three times in a row yeah. yes <laughs> try saying that quickly um, yeah. you wrote uh, you were approached to write a song from them it was called Dreams just explain the whole process of how that works to write a song for an Olympic team yeah so that was pretty amazing and, and kind of out of the blue um, they approached me they, I think they checked out my, my song through the internet I think thank God for the internet yeah. and um asked if I'd be interested in writing a song and obviously I said yes um, they basically said to me this is what we want the song to be about we want it to be uplifting and you know inspirational and all those kind of you know feelings um, so I basically started writing and sending them drafts and they'd send back yeah can you add this to it or uh, we need another 30 seconds or whatever it was for and uh, we came to the end of the song and I loved it and got me in the studio with Andrew De Silva who won Australia's Got Talent last year and oh, he's fantastic. produced a few of my um, a few of my tracks before so me and Andy are really good friends um, oh, nice. so we jumped in the studio and, and knocked it out and it ends up being yeah the theme song and um, the campaign song for Equestrian Australia to give to the London Olympics and they were you know I guess um showing what their team was about. Yeah. Did, did you ever get any feedback from any of the uh, competitors or anyone from... Um, I got... Yeah, see, yeah. I, I they actually invited me back to the Equestrian Australia team. This was when I was living in Melbourne. They flew me up to Sydney to play at ANZ Stadium for a conference, like an awards conference they were doing there. So that was fantastic. And then I played at the Sydney Showgrounds for a big equestrian festival there which I never thought I'd ever be going to um, bit of a, a yeah, different no, audience it was from fantastic. Normal. bit of a, a different audience from what you might be used to normally just a slight different just a audience yeah <laughs> just a bit but I'm sure they uh, appreciate your, your music all, all the same it was awesome well. it was really cool yeah actually actually, I, I wouldn't mind going to a, a horse show one, one day maybe well you know if I ever get invited again you can be my date Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> I feel I feel loved. Thank you. Yay! I might I might have to do that actually one day. Yeah, it's on. <laughs> well, th- well, th- thank you for the for the offer, Amy, uh, and thank you for being on the show too. It's um it's greatly appreciated. Yeah, performing in Perth. Would you like to explain the details? Yes, yeah, so I'm playing this Sunday. I'm playing an acoustic set at the Ellington Jazz Club. Very nice venue, that. Yeah, I've I've heard really good things. I've heard it's super intimate and nice. That should be fun. It's a it's a very nice cozy space there at the uh, Ellington. So I think I think you'll fit in quite quite well. It's a nice intimate setting there. Awesome. And then on the Thursday night, I'm playing at the Court Hotel, and that's with my full band. Oh, okay. So 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 your full band that that's obviously drums, guitars, the works. The works. The yeah, works. it's all electrified as as far as um, 
Ellington guys, it'll just be me and my me and my guitarist on the acoustic guitars and vocals. Yeah. Oh, nice. F- fantastic. Is there are there any other details that that we need to know about for the uh, concert, uh, or is that everything? You can get you can get the tickets for the Ellington um, Jazz Club online yep. or at the door, and uh, the court is for free. Nice. We'll, we'll post those details as well on our website as well, kitchenradio.com.au. Uh, for the time being, though, uh, Amy Francis, thank you so much for joining us, and I will hold you to account on that uh, off of a date today. I'll see you at the Equestrian at the Festival. <laughs> we will certainly. Amy Francis, thank you so much for joining us here on The Kitchen. Thank you. Thank you.